0: Greetings everybody and welcome to DDC or Daily Depth Charge and yes it's daily and I'm not sure what today is but <laughs> it's just kidding. All right it's a uh, second episode and thank you so much for tuning in to uh, my daily show so to speak. Um I just want to say thank you again for uh the feedbacks that are coming uh, in, in the past couple of days and i'm very honored to uh be able to get some of these feedback and it's really helped shaping what this uh podcast going to be so without further ado um we're gonna get right into it uh today as the last time I talk about it was the I usually talk about music, food, and love making. So, um, this one is going to be something like that. Uh, the first category we're going to talk about um, Korea, actually, the Republic of Korea, and how they use the uh, what they call uh, the creative industry. They, they call it the creative economy. I think it started maybe in 2001. That's what they call it. And they, in the 2017, they made this uh, thing about strengthening the creative industry for development in the Republic, Korea. So, um, we're gonna be, I'm going to be talking about that. And the second one is going to be cortisol, which is a stress hormone in our body. Uh, I think it kind of goes with The food that you know The things we put in our body Uh, Because I've been working out a lot And you know I research things And it's some of these hormone things That you you never really pay attention to But it kind of had Pretty major effects in uh, In your everyday lives actually And sometimes it reveals Like what most of the things that we're eating kind of increase the cortisol so that would be very interesting for for me to talk about and the third is uh, patience so without further ado again I'm going to get right into the first topic which is the uh, (laughs) K-pop how the government has used the creative industry to help expose the uh, Korean culture, so to speak. We can't really neglect how the K-pop has invaded almost every part of our lives in some way. In every part of this world... There's, there's, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I think the first, the first team that we ever really noticed was the uh, Girl Generations, and uh, from that jump to now would be Blackpink and BTS and um, many more, many more. Right? But I'm not gonna really go into that. But I'm gonna go into like the the interesting about how the government. Um, had planned this for for a while now, from what I just said, I think uh, John Hawkins talked about the uh, the creative economy in two thousand and one, and somehow uh, the Republic of Korea has made a plan to really put money into investing the creativity evolving around entertainment business and cultural uh, stuff, so to speak, you know, like uh, uh, dramas and uh, food and uh, architecture, science. I mean, everything. Designers, branding, all these things. Okay, so I I came upon, while I'm talking about this, I came came upon uh, an article that... Oh an article I don't know. It was it was something that uh, one of my respectable uh uh teacher that I I really look up to he wrote um kind of like a summary of what uh, we are talking about how they use K-pop to uh reinvent the 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 Korean culture and how it actually evaded almost every part of the world. And become a global sensation. And the first, uh, the first, what, how you call it? The first, the first part. Let's say, number one, uh, Korea used this thing called top down, where they used creative economy to, uh, kind of like giving this an important boost and make sure like, everybody uh, put the resources into this creative economy as the core of the, uh, the country. Second, the, the, uh, the public and the uh, private sector really uh, put this as the number one priority. So they make a plan and everything, to go towards this plan, you know with the SMEs and all these things they they really come together science uh industry you know uh technologies, all these things you know they they really kind of like uh had a melting pot or i don't know somebody would call it a brainstorm and really really get into it. third, they use the internet and all the medias to Kind of like raise awareness and kind of like really spark uh, the creativity through the people, meaning they have an outlet and way that people can put input into this thing that the government uh, create called Creative Korea, which uh, you know you can just go in there and, and put up all these uh, ideas so that it can become maybe a new i don't know entrepreneur can start up a new thing so that goes to number four where the the, the government kind of like really really give more importance to like the smaller industry and the middle you know size uh industry and all the startup that kind of like uh that kind of uh, evolved from from that creative Korea uh, input, in which they actually spent like about three thousand million dollars just to support that, just to give it a uh, boost. And then for the fifth, they put up this institute uh, for for economic creative uh, creative economy and making an innovation and, you know, they really just try to give support and have a, a, this institute for, for people to come in so that they can console, you know, they can ask for a way to like how to develop this idea that has been green light or, you know, get funds and money to, to get that that all those uh, small SME middle and you know start up to get it going and number six is the uh, all the in, uh, research institution and development uh, scientists uh, architecture um, designer uh, artists and colleges to have A a major part, a major role in helping uh, develop this uh, thing called creative economy. And seven, uh, Korea. Really, success had a really good success in in globalization uh, through the entertainment uh, industry. If you noticed, uh all the big four of the country is uh, JYP, YG, SM, and Big Hit had all been. Um, accepted in in the, in the global entertainment industry which you know really start out to give a, 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 a stabilized uh, core for all the Korean products now uh, number eight he's, he he talked about like the innovation that usually happen from uh, having a local uh kind of like local uh knowledge and national uh uh knowledge and global uh knowledge which you know come into one i'm still struggling to to understand what that is because it's kind of like it's kind of like that 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 model like i don't know like think global or act local which is, has been you know been on forever but somehow there's a missing link here that I I really want to understand because it's easier said than done to really do that and I feel like if we can get a hold of that you know of how we can help the local uh innovate and it just leads to a national thing then it goes globalization I guess so uh, um number nine the law and the what is this the law and the what what is that I'm sorry yeah the law and the 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 acts of the the country has to be improved it has to be more uh, contemporary so that it can ease and smooth the transition and to make it easier for cooperation uh, not no, sorry, not cooperation. for cooperation mean you know to to help each other, so they they want to change the law, so the lawmaker has to change some law and regulation now that's the word I was looking for, <laughs> oh man um that's interesting, and I think that's something that that I never really hear, you know, in Thailand, we, we changed our law and regulation to support the art. Ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> Number 10, uh, draw in, um, what is that word? Draw in creators, creative creators to help develop the innovation and expand it. And 11 is to export the culture. I mean, you got to hand it, right? You got to hand it to the Korean of being able to conquer the world through the entertainment business within, uh, I don't know, uh, at at least 15 years in the making. That's short. Come on, let's be honest. That is short that a country can... Can export the culture and You know Like the biggest state You know Like the biggest Entertainment in the world America Is talking about BTS Talking about Blackpink Lady Gaga Just got back Pink, in uh, You know Like uh, Kind of like A co-op Kind of album Single thing Going on Which uh, Sparks uh, Something viral Going on in, in the social media world And but that's not the point, right? That the point is like getting there. Like the big the biggest uh label in in Korea that is mainstream is JYP, YG, SM and Big Hit are, are a global ban- brand already, you know? And it's really interesting like some of the uh band that I have mentioned has a higher GDP you know, like has, <laughs> has, a, has a, like a larger value than than Thai, uh, Thai GDP. You can search about it. I'm not. Uh, okay, it's BDS. I'm not gonna say the the, the number. <laughs> just go search it. You know, I'm not here to give you every answer, but, but this is just interesting of like how we getting down to like uh the the way. The country is is really helping the art because I was talking to Polly last week about how uh, Thai government doesn't really uh, doesn't really put that effort in in helping our creative society, and I feel like the private sector are pushing it right now because I can see like there's this creative Thailand thingy going on which. I'm curious of how they're gonna execute it. I haven't really got into it yet. But I I think it's a it's a good startup. It's a good thing to to have, so that we can at least have some, you know, some something to to look forward to. Like there's a you know, the the food is out the door, and we just got to find a way to like. Uh, Work together You know And But it can't be It can't be like I don't know What's that word It can't be just like You know A one off Kind of thing This is a, something That has been planned Well planned And It has shown Korea has shown That they Have become successful They are successful The culture has been spread I mean You just go on Netflix In Thailand Number one like like number okay not like not like a past couple of days ago that was like I think the number one was 365 something about Oz's thing but now like the Korean number one series is number one watch in Thailand or the top 10 most of the Korean dramas are in the top 10 of uh Thailand Netflix uh, chart. So that says a lot. And, but, I mean, for people in Thailand already know like, how much uh, K-pop has influenced so many things in, in uh, Thai music or in, in the Thai uh, new generation. It's not a bad thing. Some things are, are not bad at all. It just goes to show how much uh, human as a society willing to accept... If there's something that can be accepted Something that has been sent out for people to receive And, um, I mean, good music is good music, right? Good beats are good beats I mean, I, I mean, I used to be anti, like, all these this kind of things that coming in, you know But, I mean, when there's a good production I mean, you check out, like, all the Korean, uh, what... Uh, music MV and all these things—it's just—it's just fun, right? It's all well written. It's—it's it's great stuff. So I don't know. It's something that I, I I wish the the Thai government will will get into it more, and hopefully we will have something to look forward to in. Helping the artists in Thailand, or we can find some innovative kind of thing to you know to conquer not to conquer the world but to conquer ourselves. <laughs> I think I mean because so we can strengthen ourselves and strengthen our economy and don't you know right now Thai musician feels like they they are not being treated like uh, like one of the priority we don't even we're not even asking to be like the first priority we just ask to be part of the priorities in like taking care of you know just like give us a a lifeline or something man i can't believe i've been talking about this for almost 18 minutes (laughs) so all right Maybe this is going to go over 20 minutes for sure. So, um, sorry about that. But, you know, it's just something that I feel like I wanted to talk about it. So, thank you for bearing with me. All right. We're going to get into the next one, which is cortisol. Uh, C-O-R-T-I-S-O-L. So, basically, cortisol is a stress hormone. It works with the cent- certain part of your brain to control your mood, motivation, and fear, which is so important in in the way we you know focus our lives and something. Sometimes you just don't know what it is that makes your mood moody or you feel like less motivated, and you have this like fear just come out of nowhere. Interestingly, your adrenal glands, the triangle-shaped organs at the top of your kidneys, make cortisol. So, it's best known for helping to feel your body's fight-or-flight instinct in a crisis. But cortisol plays an important role in a number of things your body does. For example, it manages how your body uses um, carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. keeps inflammation down. Regulates your blood pressure Increase your blood pressure um, oh, Increase your blood sugar Glucose Control your sleep-wake cycle And boost energy So you can handle stress And restore balance afterward So This is a thing that you can You can go check out online Everybody But I think it's a It's, a, it's kind of like this hormone thing that People should pay attention more because I feel like if you, from what I learned anyway, it's it's not bro science. By the way, it's not. I'm not trying to do that. It's not bro science. I'm reading like uh, medical facts that I I've been been researching on things I'm I'm working out on and things I'm eating and uh, because cortisol and testosterone is a thing that goes together because it's like if you have high uh, testosterone the cortisol is in decrease if you increase the cortisol the testosterone decrease so you know testosterone if uh, anybody's uh, weightlifting or do uh, doing all you know a lot of exercise it's important to have testosterone so that you know it gives you uh, muscle and give you energy and it builds muscle and all those stuff but if you like which is like if you have too much cortisol it can cause like this thing called cushion syndrome and it could leads to rapid weight gain skin that bruises easily uh weakens the muscle and diabetes and other you know health problems so just so you know like there's so many ways that you can try to keep the cortisol down, but you can have uh, less cortisol, like you know, not enough cortisol, which is a rare, rare disease. But I'm just here to like give you guys some something to to go and search about. So uh, have a look at it. I, I think it's really interesting. Um All right, let's get. Past that uh, hormone thing and going to another hormone thing, which is a uh, patient. <laughs> just, just, just kidding. Um, well, in the part of lovemaking, I think you know, patience is really important in relationship. I, I think you know what's so interesting about it. I I, I searched the word patient, and here's what. <laughs> Here's what the Wikipedia has said, right? Patient is the ability to endure difficult circumstances such as perseverance in the face of delay, tolerance of provocation, provocation, without responding in annoyance or anger or forbearance when under strain, especially when faced with longer-term difficulties. So, you know, it's, it's... it's becoming more than a word. I think it's becoming a philosophy, which is so interesting. And I just found out in Thai, you know, uh, that there's this word called khanti, which kind of rhymes with santi. If you, you know, you know what santi is. Santi is peace, right? It's a Sanskrit kind of um, word. So very interesting. So. I think through this COVID and all these things that are going on, I feel like patience is something that needs to be built on at this time, and patience is important of not getting us into uh, a downward spiral of mixed emotion and all these things going on and. You see things that goes on in a society just that's want to take you down, or you, you experience some something in your relationship that just you know activates you, and I think it's important to to find that patience is is a, it is a virtue, and it can lead you to a, a better decision in life, and and. I, I truly think it's rewarding to have patience. So, um, I don't think I should go any, you know, any deeper than that. But I feel like uh, sometimes we don't give enough uh, time for patience. And sometimes we really do need to give it more times. and just, you know, endure it and enjoy the. The the time that you have to have patience, because it it can only I think I think personal experience patient can only lead to a better decision, and it's a decision that you won't regret. I feel like I have never regret anything from my patient, and I can totally speak that with a hundred percent confidence. And I'm gonna leave you with this proverb in quotes. I, I, I read this from, it's from a Sawahili proverb. It said, "Patient attracts happiness, it brings near that wish is far. And for the quotes from the great Mahatma Kanti. To lose patience is to lose the battle. So, everybody, let's keep that patience and let's hope for the best. Let's look forward for a new beginning, for everything that is awaits us, you know, at the horizon or in your dream as you go to sleep tonight. And thank you again for spending your time and sparing your time with me and I'll see you soon. Thank you. Until next time.